Well, clap sync in three, two, one. And now if you will turn your page to your uh, Spirit Fairer one-hour loop YouTube video. Hmm. Okay, will... it's technically, by the way, if the listeners want to join in on this, I don't know why you would, but it's at night dash Spirit Fairer one-hour loop. And, Link um... in the description. Yeah, <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's do that. Oh, yep. But also, we definitely can't put it in the podcast because of copyright reasons. So you're going to have to yeah. pull it up yourself, listeners. Mm-hmm. That's I right. don't even know if that's good because, like, did I really listen to all of this for an hour? Definitely did not. Definitely Has did not been not. vetted. Dude, what if this is like actually <laughs> what if this is like some like kids fucking like troll? the first oh, the first ten minutes is this and then it changes to something completely different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can always <laughs> pause it and stop listening. So there let's get we to go. it. Perfect. Okay. All right. We'll start this YouTube video in three, two, one. And little do you know, listener, because you're not listening to this, but this beautiful piano has just started playing. Mm-hmm. The vibes are chill. They're immaculate. Mm-hmm. We're ready to talk Spirit Fair this week. Hmm. That's right. And so here, here's the, the short of it. Now, obviously, we're going to get into the long of it. Okay. But the short of it is last week, Elena and I were very scared, and maybe others, that this would be an incredibly sad game and that we could <laughs> not play sustain for three weeks. <laughs> any more sadness, right? You know, And then you opened the game. Yeah. <laughs> and it was chill. The vibes are so good in this game. Right? It is very chill. I have actually struggled to connect with its chillness because I am not typically chill <laughs> in games. So I've been like, how do I hyper-optimize this? And the game's been like, yep. bro. Are you okay? <laughs> exactly. The answer is maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because here's the thing, right? Galena <laughs> just throwing so much shade. Why? Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't go to work today, and I'm just like really, I don't know. I'm firing on all cylinders. Yeah, you don't normally <laughs> just throw shade at the children. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, but you gotta understand. Like, it's funny because we've been playing co-op, right? And um. Sorry, I'm trying to get back into the vibe. Do you play <laughs> that as like the, sorry. That was funny. Do you play like as the cat in that as the second player? Or? Yes, you yeah, play as the cat. You play as Daffodil. You play as Daffodil. And actually um, Which shout out to Daffodil. Some of the best animations in all of video games. <laughs> I Very think. Cute. Like playing Daffodil has given me such joy. The way that she just they just throw themselves through the air in just a really floppy cat like way is just it's everything. It really makes time pass well. Well, it's funny because we were talking about this probably at some point about what we're playing it on, but we're playing it on con- two controllers, local to one PC. And uh, that's all well and good, but it's just funny because, I mean, Elena, you don't have like the decades of fucking control experience. Oh, that are I you have. trying to say I'm bad at video games? <sighs> yes. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is what we say uh, link in the description to Abzu. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Wait, so everyone's true, firing. <laughs> yeah, you started some shit and you were not going to win. Want to listen to that, Abs, it was a game that I attempted to control and ended up like mostly spinning in circles. <laughs> like a dying fish, which yeah, was very swim. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's just, it's just, I think the animations for this character, the daffodil, the fucking cat or whatever, are just like really, they're really reflective of, yeah. of your, I would say like, Skill and imprecision. approach to gaming. Yeah, it's just like There's, you're just throwing yourself off the has ledges like kind shit. of a yeah, like a level of abandon and like I don't give a fuck that really works for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. 
And so that's all well and good. Should we see what this game is? Should we let Zoe give a description because she's really good at that? Okay. We can go even one step further back, and in my beautiful NPR voice, I will say, this is the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming podcast, <sighs> where we play a game each week, wow. and then we talk about it. <laughs> you guys, the this vibes week, with this music are so good. Listener, if you haven't put the music on yet, I think it's probably mandatory. It's it's really working here. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It definitely is. Like I feel just like a very nice meditative state, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be great. But yes, this week... We played Spirit Fairer, a game about death. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> but it is about you play. Oh <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's so unfair. I mean, it's not unfair. But like, don't you feel like it's more a game about life? Well, celebrating life. No. You you play as a character named Stella, and her cat Daffodil. And when the game starts, Charon, the riverkeeper, river boater? I, I don't know. He, you know, Charon from Hades. You know, boy. the video game Hades. <laughs> you know, like the, that guy. He just comes up to you and he's like, yo, I'm retiring. My time's up. You're the new boatkeeper now. You should go out and help people. Help them cross into their journey to the next life. Right. And that's essentially what you do. You kind of, you, you sail the ship. You travel around this world, you pick up passengers to put on your boat, you build houses for them. You play Stardew Valley Light. <laughs> it's basically Stardew Valley on a boat. <laughs> and then eventually, you know, when you fulfill a certain number of quests for a particular character, they will say, you know what? I'm ready to go now. And each character has its own backstory and whatnot in terms of how they got to where they are now, what they might be struggling with, why, you know, it is taking them this long to pass on into the next stage of life. And that's kind of what you unravel and uncover as you fulfill these quests with them. So it's a little bit of that. It's definitely a lot of Stardew Valley where it's just on top of building houses for all of your NPCs. You have to also build an orchard, a field, a garden, a barn, a coop, a lounge, like there's a lot of shit you can do on this mm-hmm. boat. It honestly, it's probably not up to code by the time oh, no. you you build the boat. It all looks the way very up. unstable. Do you one think... good storm, all this shit's going down? Okay, is this fair? This might be a little bit of a non sequitur, but I just feel this is necessary. Is this Stardew Valley plus the Lonely Island song I'm on a boat combined? Is it not? <laughs> I think it's not. more. It's more like Farmville plus. The Lonely Island song, I'm on a boat. Huh. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lonely that, Island, yeah, I'm on like a boat is on there. Yeah, I like that you kept the Lonely Island song. Yeah, as long as that's yeah. on there, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's chill. It's it's vibes. It's beautiful. It, it, it kind of takes a lot of elements from different games that I feel like we've enjoyed even here on the podcast. Like it feels like almost Grease-like, you know, or Grease-like, where it's like very beautiful. It almost feels esque in some ways it's also art style as well in fact dude some of the menus next time you open your inventory just open that and tell me like that that doesn't look like you know bastion or transistor like some sort of super giant games inventory just in the way that it's like beautiful and glowing and like non-standard but i've been thinking about pyre a lot with this game yeah that was that was the first Mm -hmm. uh connection i made from that very first shot with charon where it looked very much like pyre because the and I think it's just because it, they use such a vivid color palette in this game. Mm-hmm. So 
there's especially when you are near the gateway which is like the blood red river with like white skies it's just this very stark contrasted setting but it's very beautifully drawn um and also i feel like with all the characters you meet along the way it just i was reminiscing about pyre a lot it just kind of feels very similar to that and that you're collecting this band of npcs mm -hmm. that all tell you like what is up with their lives and you talk to them and you get to know them and i'm like wow and I will say, like, I feel like you have to say this after the pair pyre comparison. Excuse me. Well, pair. That seems relevant. Um, but yeah, like, it's just um, there's a lot of games that this is similar to, and I think a lot of those games are much more like deep in a particular way. Like, I'm sure if you compare it to Stardew Valley, I don't really know, but that sounds like a deeper game to me from what I've seen. And if you compare it to Pyre, I mean, if you haven't listened to that episode or played that game that game is so much better than you think it is. You're not ready. You're mm -hmm. not ready for fire. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, I, I kind of want to like frame it like, I don't want that to hold this game back, that it doesn't choose to be the deepest of any of these genres, but it rather chooses to be like a more chill experience. You know? I think that that has its own value. And I didn't know it at first, but it's exactly what I wanted for this week after mm -hmm. what we've just been playing it's like it's actually been serving us really well just to like vibe and play and you know i mean i would say the only the only thing that i think is kind of counter is that there's a lot of quests going on <laughs> so there's like a lot of things that i have to manage but mostly it's chill and there's moments of fishing where you're just hanging out and i, I feel like that downtime and stuff like that is it's nice it's nice yeah i mean Raphael, okay, I have a question for Raphael, mm. but also because we were, we were pre-pre-pressing the record button, Raphael, you were saying that sometimes this game is too chill for you, like you have to remind. Were we recording when you said that? I, I don't think know. We were recording, yeah. We might have been recording. The point is, you're saying it's like sometimes too chill for you, and I feel like you play a lot of like, I'm gonna call them management sims, but I think that's the wrong term. What's the term for this kind of game that has like? stardew valley slash like management style gameplay i actually don't know a good term for it but yeah I and mean, i guess it's like a game where there's a lot of planning and you have sort of like a lot of things in flight that you need to be like checking on like is this thing ready do i need to like adjust course on this process that's running and you're, you're sort of like jumping yeah. between a lot of parallel tasks yeah because i think roughly you and i both enjoy these games quite a bit i think mm -hmm. zoe you do too right so you've played a mm -hmm. lot of like mm -hmm. stardew valley in those um yep mm -hmm. but i think Raphael, you definitely are more hardcore about them than i am Raphael sure. plays them at a different level like mm -hmm. a different say, echelon mm -hmm. than Ra Raphael is definitely on the optimization yeah. pathway mm -hmm. of like how can we get the most optimal output i'm putting words in Raphael's mm -hmm. mouth but that's yeah, how let's, let's let me put but, the words in his mouth let me i got it i got this and then he can he can do the real okay, thing okay, afterwards we'll but respond he after. doesn't just have the biggest stick in this genre he has the most <laughs> optimized stick in this genre is that fair oh um, no comment <laughs> optimal dick in genre yeah yeah um yeah that sounds right that sounds mm -hmm. about right yeah i mean i i but, guess i would say like for context like one of my favorite games is oxygen not included and that's like all about like building complex systems and right optimizing them yeah complex in a way that i don't think that 
look, we haven't finished Spirit Fair, but I, I don't get the sense that Spirit Fair is going to touch the level of complexity as like what I've seen Raphael do in um, Oxygen Not Included or in like Minecraft mods. Yeah. yeah, but there there aren't really punishment mechanics in this game. Like, right? Yeah. Have you tried cutting logs? I mean, <laughs> okay, Lo- cutting logs. Lo- cutting logs is one of my least favorite things that I've discovered in this game. Oh my god! <laughs> really, logs. I struggle way more with the mining, with hitting the rocks. Oh really? Oh, I, I don't I mind that. Much that. Worse. Yeah, I <laughs> no, but here's actually why Elena struggles with that. To your credit, okay, is that in local co-op. There are just blatant bugs when it comes to the sound effects. You know, that boom, that hit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, her The audio just doesn't play half the time for yeah, her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she doesn't do that. You don't get an audio cue. And especially but, if I'm doing it at the same time. So it's like it's playing for me because I'm just, you know, the primary uh, player. And apparently I have more value or priority or whatever than you. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just go yeah. for it and it'll just be totally silent. Um, but still. Sorry, you guys hate cutting down trees, though. No, no, it's cutting not cutting down trees. trees. It's it's cutting logs. Right. In the song. Uh, you haven't done the song yet. It's hard. You are right. I forced McCoy to do that. So, I do the loom. McCoy does the logs. I'm God tier. The loom is great. Like, yeah. That, the loom I, is fine. I felt very like, it's like repetitive, but simple in this like soothing way, which I, I feel like is very like yes. what the game is trying to go for. And so like I that I was able to connect agree. with. The log, like I am already triggered. By the time I have entered the song <laughs> at this point. Dude, I feel that. I think I think that I might resign myself to um the minimum number of planks per log <laughs> by yeah. just like letting it go. You know what I mean? Oh, oh like not even trying. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, not even trying. So what's yeah. really funny is I've gotten really good at this, but 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 I think I did find it much easier on keyboard. Uh-huh. Hmm. I've gotten better at it on controller. It's hard, but but you also the D-pad, like... the D-pad is 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 key on controller. Huh? It's um, like my D-pad is really clicky, so I don't like to use it. Huh. Yeah, but 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 I think what's even more key, you guys, is think about this. Like, like Elena and I are playing co-op, and so we actually like mostly divide roles. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm doing a lot of wood cutting because it's harder. And I, I, th- I throw sometimes for sure, but, you know, she's handling, like, all the gardens, and I'll water them when I get a chance, but I never plant anything, so I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. And then I do all the cooking, which is hilarious. Yeah, I know. And it was, like, immediately <laughs> when we started playing the game, McCoy started doing all the cooking, I was like, this feels wrong. And then by somehow. the end, I'm just cooking exclusively sawdust for Cole, and she's like, this cannot be good over here. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but no, but I, what I mean is that um, this game gets way simpler and way chiller, I think if you like divide up the responsibilities and you have a lot less parallel tasks for people. So I don't know exactly what it's like if you were to do it all yourself, I'm sure it's a little bit more all over the place, but we've kind of got it going where it's almost like so optimized that we're kind of like trying to remember to actually just stop and chill. Cause it's like so many things are running at once and we're handling them so well that like, it doesn't matter. Why are we doing that? Mm. And I kind of think that's like part of it in a way. I mean, I think I, I get that a bit too, where I'm like, okay, I, I want to pipeline all the things. So it's like, okay, so the ship has to be moving. So I need, I need to pick a destination and then I need to go water the things and then I need to go cut the logs. And then I need to check if anybody needs a hug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's like, we're there and we're like, fuck, I didn't get through like half of my to-do list. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. 
I swear the days go by so much quicker than the nights in this game because I, I it, on top of like there's all these complex not complex but there's all these systems going on but I think like the one thing that I had struggled with for a while was the fact that like the game almost forces you to have like to put one process on hold which is the boat traveling so there's like a specific section at night when it's like it's too it's too dark for the ship to go on any longer your ship's at a standstill and if you're like me who sometimes like accidentally parks like in front of the fucking seal traveler oh and that God. music's mm-hmm. going on but i'm stuck there till morning <laughs> because oh, the ship no. can't move yeah. you, know, you can ask him to turn his music off you can and he gets he really can. hurt yeah, yeah he gets really though. hurt he gets really hurt <laughs> yeah. I, I, I first suggested it and he was like wait are you sure you want me to turn my music off and i'm like no man it's okay and he's like oh is this a prank did you just pull a prank on me, bro? Like, oh, that's so great. Like, yeah, I did the I same know. thing, but now I regret. And I think I wanted him to turn off his music. <laughs> I fucked this guy's world up. I was like, listen, man, you need to turn this off because you are powerful. You can instantaneously travel around the world. I'm gonna, we're gonna be friends in the long run, mm-hmm. but this music has got to go. I'm afraid. <laughs> And yeah, he gets over it. We probably get the bad ending because of that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually like Hades or something. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, if... like, I guess like playing it by myself. I guess where I was going with right. this was yeah, okay. like playing by myself. I take that downtime to just really like kind of cycle through a lot of those processes. Mm-hmm. So like I will, I've kind of like given myself a number of like, okay, I'm going to weave 10 things i'm going to chop 10 things i'm going to plant and water everything i'm going to shear my sheep i'm going to feed my sheep like i have a nice little like round and then i end the night by fishing until the Mm. bell icon shows up again i i guess i've been doing it wrong i've been like nighttime wasted time go to sleep yeah get that daytime going (laughs) hard production that might be like an optimization strategy i don't know it is, yeah. Have you gotten to the point yet, Raphael, where you have, I would say, enough resources? Because, like, okay, ideally in this game, because of errands, which are like, hey, do you? It's like it's like random inventory check. Mm-hmm. Do you have five, whatever, you know, six iron ore, five fucking coal, and some an old shoe, an so old shoe. The yeah. errands are a basically inexhaustible sink of resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess, no, I, I do think I've been overproducing certain things. Uh, a lot of the fibers, like going up through cloth, you end up with like a 16x multiplier or something with the two steps if you're doing it here, if you're like hitting mm-hmm. the golden tick. So mm-hmm. I have probably too much of that. Because mm-hmm. it was important early on, but then... Well, you get new tiers of them. Right. But like... At some point, if you have, say, enough of the base materials, right, and then you have enough of the combined things, like, say, cooking dishes or other more expensive mm-hmm. materials, etc., you know, if you have enough of the base iron and then you have enough iron ingots, it's, like, outside of, like, the next tier of stuff, you know, past your oak, past your maple, these sorts of things, like, sorts you get into, like, more intense stuff. But other than that, it's, like, you kind of built everything? I don't know if that's going to change, but... We've kind of done it. 
Yeah, I mean there are. You don't have a crusher, right? Right. We have no. an ice crusher. No, we don't have a rock crusher. Wait, what? A rock crusher? Mm. Oh no, we don't. Can you explain to us what happened in your mind? Because I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> there's a rock breaker, and then there's a yeah. crusher right. building. Yeah, we don't have McCoy. We just got the upgrade, the ship upgrade, to be able to build the building a crusher, mm. but we have not built it yet. Okay. And that I know. What does that do? Crushes it, stuff. Yeah, it crushes things. I, I, I haven't made it yet either. Okay. Well, because I'm just saying, like you know, we've been trying to keep a lot of base materials around enough, you know, to to fill an errand here or there, and we've been making a bunch of dishes, and we have enough of those, and we have enough most things, and so. Because it's like I was thinking, like, you know, when you you can make like a field, right? Mm-hmm. You can plant stuff there, and you can be like, I can make two fields, double production, and that is. Such a tantalizing idea. Ooh, double production? That's a lot, you know? And I thought about it, and I was like, that would be really nice. And we did do that for certain things. But then it's kind of ended up being like, we can leave this? It's not. It's never been empty. But, like, we could and just wait for when we actually need something and then plant a bunch of the things we actually need mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah, I've just, just constantly going, like, 100% hit. uptime. Right, exactly. All things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, I feel like that's like the game's this game lesson. is trying not to ask that of you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it wrong. I, I just struggle <laughs> to like disengage with that style of play. I guess. I mean, right. we are too, or we have been up until like the last hour that we played. We were running like extreme two two person, like two, hold up, extreme two person full production cycle. Yeah. And I don't think that the game needs you to do that. And there's, like, hilarious, like, comments going back and forth because then, like, occasionally we'll help each other with each other's things. So I'll be, like, watering for her or whatever, and I keep it very chill. But then she'll be feeding people, which is what I normally do. And I'll just be like, did you hug that person? And she'll be like, well, I, I, I mean, I didn't try it, but it didn't seem like you needed his full happiness. I'm like, you're going to fucking go back there. Because <laughs> what we do on this ship is we fucking hug people in the goddamn morning. Do you understand me? <laughs> That's part of the feeding ritual. You give them the food, and before they can finish the animation to eat, you hug them. And if what? they, if they, what? No, you do it the other way around so that you don't like destroy their like mindful eating moment. It's gone, bro. Fuck that. No, Scarf think, that shit down. I think Papa was right, McQuay. I think we need to switch the for lore reasons. No, because I like it. the way that's a the frame animation. skip. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I like that, though. I like the fact, because it actually fits narratively really nicely for me, because you hand them the food, and then you go for the hug, and usually they get surprised at first. Oh. And then they go into the hug. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, so you give them the food, and they're like, thanks, man. And you surprise them with the hug. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, oh, okay, fine. And then in my head that they continue eating afterwards, but of course they don't on screen. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's also like really cute. Now, if you if you play the production mode that we are all playing, or at least allegedly some of us are playing, if you play this like really hardcore production mode, then you talk to the NPCs. They'll be like, "Hey, man, I love you, dude. I got some planks for you." And you're like, "Really? Oh my god, two planks is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't shit to me." I found two raspberries. (laughs) So Summer once actually got me like five seeds. So that was something. That's nice. I don't think I know them yet. The snake lady. Oh, the snake lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't realize her name until like she was actually gone, basically. (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, I don't think it got used much. I'm... I, I think I'm probably the least far because I had to visit my mom this weekend for her birthday. But you did IRL Spirit Fair. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> wait, I, I just mean like you spent time with like family. Yes. You fed them. I don't know yeah. if you understand. Spirit Fair is the journey to the underworld, McCoy. Yeah, We're Spirit Fair is a game about death. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's a real that, fucked exactly up thing what... to be like, oh, you visited your mom? That's okay. real life Spirit yeah, yeah. Fair. I could, <laughs> see, I, could really see, messed up. I could see how this could be misconstrued. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, isn't that what everyone does when they visit their parents? They, like, hug them, they feed them, they boat them to, you know, the, the underworld. gates. Yeah. And you, build them, <laughs> you build them an HVAC. <laughs> Sorry, boat to the 80s yeah 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 leave me the house bye <laughs> that's what they you skip their yeah, dialogue like yeah i mean you know <laughs> frantically sheer sheep feed them you and while they're in the morning they're like go fuck yeah, yourself and make you them, them breakfast and I then while the they're animation. while they're trying to sip the coffee go in for a hug spill it everywhere yeah 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 <laughs> this is just yeah mm-hmm <sighs> It's well, I mean, like, yeah. now I don't know where I was going to go with that, actually. I was gonna say. <laughs> you just drop bombs and you're just not. Re- yeah, listen. I mean, I was just going to say, like, I don't know. It's 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 a quaint game. Like, I it's we started, at least I started saying, like, you know, it's not the, like, brutal sadness of To the Moon and those sorts of, oh no you know, yeah. Freebird game style. But there is, like, a, I want to use, this is the second time I've used the word poignant, and I really ought to look it up. <laughs> But but seriously, it feels like it has this like there's an air of sadness, you know. Like kind of a melancholy. We've said goodbye to someone and that was what it was, but it's meditative in a way. It's mm-hmm. it's very so the art style is like oftentimes Japanese inspired and there's like meditation and stuff in there and it feels like it is trying to to slow you down a little bit. And I feel mm. like almost from my own personal taste that like the game is kind of fighting itself that way where there's like so many different quests and so many things in your quest log. But but I think that that style of gameplay misses you. Right. Like I I like that a lot. I think Raphael likes that a lot. There may be others here who really enjoy <laughs> that like the like holding many things in your mind, lots of stuff going on. Like I find that to be very soothing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. <laughs> But it's not I mean, your style. And, and, well, I, I think for me, I, I do get a little bit bogged down by just how often people will come to me for mm-hmm. stuff. Because I, I'm one of those people where it's like I have a to-do list and I love seeing the items get smaller mm-hmm. on it. Right. And I feel like, I mean, th- this game has a shit ton of content in it. I will say that. Like, I... We, we had a, a German exchange exchange student. She, uh, or they, loved this game. And they were telling me, they're like, oh, you're playing Spirit Fair? Like, I have 124 hours in that game. It's, like, my favorite game of all time. And I'm like, is, like, how, how it, like, and I'm just thinking, oh, shit, we are screwed yeah. for the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> but then, but also, like, but but they were saying it's it's not... Like, it's definitely not, like, the story, but they just love to just travel about the world and just explore. And they love the process of chopping things. And, you yeah. know, like, they go into that meditative state whenever they play it. So they don't 
really play it for the story per se they just play it for like the overall like experience and for that process i mean they're they're in like a phd program right now so i think they're also just kind of like oh my god this is just nice mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. meditative things my mind can do besides like studying perhaps i mean it makes sense i like i think they are ultimately playing this game right if you wanted to say like right if that existed because like i mean do you listen to this fucking soundtrack that obviously the audience is playing at the same time wink um (laughs) but listen to that man yeah right like that is suggesting to you that sometimes when the world gets chaotic you need to actually find your own space to to recognize who you are to recognize what your goals are and just to recognize what beauty has has you know shown itself to you in your life and what might be going because like dude like i don't know i feel like spoilers we're not young on this podcast we're not old <laughs> we're pretty young well it's been listen it's nice that, that i can like debatable. it's nice that yeah, we're in the middle okay we're not in the middle we're middle-aged that's what we are (laughs) (laughs) this whole thing is just a giant midlife crisis dude middle-aged sounds like one of those categories that like in time is gonna get super fucked up by like people living longer and middle age is gonna be like the first third of your life um (laughs) but not yet no but i just mean like we've had some life experience and you know i celebrate that um and i feel like what i've learned is 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 just that like things change in life and it's never like the same again. You know what I mean? You can't really go back. And so how you accept that in your own life is up to you, but at least recognize that you should appreciate things as they're there and as they, as they are, because they will go. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like this game is really trying to suggest that in a lot of ways. And so I feel like someone who could find the peace to like slow down and just appreciate their existence in that moment it, it just feels like that's the way mm-hmm. and i feel like uh, we, we have this extra motivation of like progressing getting a certain distance in the podcast for the you know for the week or whatever and i actually think this game it feels like we're at odds to it but i actually think it we're like the perfect people for it to, to teach this lesson to if it could possibly succeed do you know what i mean is like we're trying mm. to progress we're trying to race through it oh we better get the icebreaker because so we can get into the fucking next section and that's true but really ultimately if we just enjoy it i feel like that's that's plenty good enough and i feel like that's what it's mm-hmm. trying to say yeah i appreciate that this is gonna be I was gonna so- say co- oh go ahead um well i was gonna also i guess start start a conversation i guess on what was being said about how this game isn't as sad as to the moon Mm -hmm. Hmm. and like that whole free bird games block Hmm. like i i think the content that this game actually handles is actually pretty heavy but it's all very metaphorical in a lot of ways in ways that like uh games like finding paradise and to the moon don't do like to the moon and finding paradise are very literally heartbreaking because it's like this person has a tumor they're going to die and you're like fuck yeah Yeah, like spoilers (laughs) it's like and i'm pausing for the spoilers to actually be real but it's like this person 
has a tumor and they also have a kid, but one of the two of them is going to get fucked up somehow. And you're like, okay. It really does feel like the saddest story in all of America that they found. Um, <laughs> right. Whereas this isn't and this that. One, it's, like, yeah. Yeah, th- this one, like, I mean, really the only ones I can really, like, that I've really uncovered so far is, like, Summer Story, um, as well as uh, the first person Gwen. you Gwen. pick up, the deer, Gwen. Gwen. And this game kind of follows the genre of cute, like, cutesy looking game that has a lot of profanity to it uh-huh. or like so a lot of like adult themes to it mm-hmm. and i don't mean that in like a necessarily bad way but no, i have that's to say the, the fan profanity... thing yeah that's the, that's the, the pro- it's... jesus christ <laughs> <Not that common. laughs> but... yeah wait i'll tell you about a comment mccoy later because it was <laughs> yeah. oh no it was okay i'm gonna cry i'm gonna remember it but please go zoe oh, okay but but i have to say like whatever any of these characters like swear in front of me like in this game it it's honestly like more jarring than I think like any other game that uses profanity is. And I'm not like a pearls clutching like person in general where I'm just like, oh, they said shit. How dare they? Like in my video games, but still it's like really jarring when Gwen's just like standing in front of me and she's just like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, like where'd this come from? <laughs> I yeah. did not like Gwen's writing. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I, I couldn't connect with any of her character elements. The story, like, it it was like little vignettes that didn't really give you a sense of what was going on. And when she was gone, I was like, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bye I actually, I don't, uh, I don't totally disagree with that. I also didn't, I didn't necessarily... Gwen's not my favorite character we've met so far. I Which guess maybe Gwen. Like, Gwen's you know, for, the, the, for the listener, the the deer, the, deer. <laughs> gotcha. the first the first person that you pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, cigarette smoking, mm-hmm. moody. Your friend, like yeah, yeah, your friend, your friend. You seem to have a connection with like all of the people, though. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you're the spirit fair, and it's like it feels like it's about them, but secretly it's about. Uh, <laughs> you think that's gonna be a big reveal? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I thought Summer's like writing was more relatable, um, although she also has an element of what I would call like New Age cringe, which mm-hmm. put me off a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it put you off? That's odd. The whole the whole <laughs> thing with uh, crystals and crystals. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I would. Or like, when you try to hug her and she's like, I'm sorry, my chakras aren't aligned. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but see, like, I feel like it's just, it's like another section. Like, I feel like, hmm. I, I don't think the writing in this game is the best writing of all time. But yeah. it's still like, you know, I, th- I think you have to kind of like put your guard down a bit. It's maybe particularly jarring because we just played like three free bird games with incredible writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think the comparison between this game and Pyre, at least for me, is like very front. They're just really, I guess, like visually similar games and have like, like they're really different in terms of gameplay, but I think have sort of similar storytelling styles where like it's mostly through text and I don't know. If, to me, those ga- they that Pyre and this game like really are similar and definitely the writing empire i found to be a lot more um gripping and like compelling 
I think that the characters in that game I felt more connected to than I have to these ones so far. And but I, think I, part I also because we're doing a fuck ton of like random optimizing shit. Wait, let me be part of it too. I, I, mean? I don't dislike I don't... the stories or characters in this game. I just think you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, not the most incredible writing, but like. It's it's, it's interesting though. Think about it this way, right? Like, like Pyre is incredible, right? We've talked about that a bunch of times. But like, imagine if you were to structure your experience with Pyre for the first time. Like, if you were advising someone who was very similar to you like how they should play pyre you'd be like yo like rest up and get ready for like a sick nasty adventure it's not like you have to go there with like literally god tier performance level like you're not like this isn't like valorant or something but you want to be like you want to be dialed in for pyre i think because it's a really really cool experience whereas this game i think it's that's why i see myself like very aligned with like the German exchange student allegedly who I have no idea who this person is but they sound like dope um <laughs> but like you know when they're just like tired from fucking school and they just come to this game as they are you know what I mean and this game meets them at that energy level like I've I've definitely felt mm. tired lately and like this game meets me at that energy level mm-hmm. and so it's true that it doesn't necessarily have like better elements than maybe some of the best games ever made but in like concert it's a chill experience that i can appreciate for the energy level that i come to meet it at and so i kind of like that's kind of what resonates i feel like at the end of the day it's like yeah i don't think like the writing is necessarily better than some of the best writing games i've ever seen but if i can let the music sort of put me in a trance and just think about these characters like i enjoy it Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that i mean i i was very reluctant to start this game this week um like for no particular reason it's just like whenever it comes to just playing a new game sometimes it just takes me a while to actually pull it up and like hit play and start playing it for the first time and i have to say like this game the minute that i actually got past that threshold of hitting start i very easily over the course of three days sunk 11 hours into it Mm -hmm. which like and 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 the thing is they didn't even sound like they didn't even feel like uh like grindy hours of like they don't feel like an 11 hour elden ring session i guess Mm -hmm. is what i'll say like an 11 hour spirit fair session was just the most peaceful moments that i had where like the time just sort of slipped away and when I was done playing it, I was like, wow, like that was wonderful. I'm going to go eat dinner now and I'm going to go to bed and it's going to be wonderful. Like Elden Ring, it's like you play 11 hours and you like kind of exit out once you force yourself to exit out. And for me, I feel exhausted where I'm like, oh, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Like this one was just like very, it was a nice change of pace to just really sink a lot of hours into a game that didn't bring me that exhaustion and like there's so much content being unlocked at what is seemingly a very like rapid pace and especially when all of these quests are opening up with all these npcs and they're all dragging you every which way which you know you can like that or you can hate that i personally hate it but like it still gives you a lot to do enough where you can play five hours and still feel like you just haven't done enough for this game but that's not like not necessarily a 
bad thing. Like, that just shows how much they've, like, packed into this, mm-hmm. I guess. To- mm-hmm. No, totally. Like, and I, I wonder, like, depending on the person, like, if that is to- a personal taste thing on whether that's a bad thing or not. But, but like, but, but what's definitely, like, shining through that is just the concept of, like, you just play it and afterwards you're like, thanks, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very relaxing game to play. I think I, I don't like oh no no go ahead go ahead uh, I was gonna say like I don't like when an NPC opens up a side quest for you that every like day like every like seemingly like day cycle hmm. they'll like give you a notification being like don't forget I need fried chicken yeah and you're, I like, agree with that a tool I'm trying <laughs> like I don't know how to get fat just yet because there's like a lot of you know, a lot of items that get unlocked as you open up more of the map. And I'm very slow with my exploration. And I think just that constant reminder of like, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do this. It gives me this anxiety that like installing this out, this NPC's good. Like I'm going to get the bad ending with this NPC and therefore I'm going to fail. So like in also in some aspects, I feel like I'm speed running (laughs) a lot of these NPC story arcs in a way. Yeah. Um, dude i can tell like you the, i dude seriously like i feel like we're birds of a feather in that way and it's like you're tr- it's what you're talking about it's the list bro you're trying to get that list lower but this list adds to itself faster than you can work and that is just like a strange feeling when you're trying mm-hmm. you're trying to get to the zen that i feel like the game is trying to present to you and it does but i think it wants to present to you zen in chaos it never actually wants to present to you just zen like, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but this is what I'm trying to do, too, where I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I finished your quest, man. I got you what I want. Now we can enjoy. Okay, hold on. No, no, there's an exclamation mark over there. <laughs> Fucking yeah. stop. Okay. <sighs> I No, I agree with you guys on that part. I think that the the character talking can be overwhelming when you, like, hit a point and it's, like, three characters who all want to talk to you about different things and kind of all send you off in different directions. I think, like, I can be zen with a long list that I've like checked and been like, oh, I just don't know how to make aluminum yet. So all these things are just gonna stay on my list. Like I can work with that. But I agree with Zoe's point. Like when we were trying to get a tool pork chops and he would remind us like every day being like, oh yeah, I really like some pork chops. I'm like, dude, we know you want pork chops. We don't know where pork is yet, bro. You're just gonna have to be chill and wait. I'm taking you to the fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're not ready yet, you're going. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that part. Yeah, it's it, it's true because they they do a, a pretty decent job of making like a quest log and stuff like that, which are new world, new de- game design style philosophies. After you played Elden Ring, you're like a quest log, interesting. I can track yeah. this. This is crazy. <laughs> um, and like yeah, and it's like is it's definitely nice, but yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Like there's just is like a lot going on and. I don't know. Like, I, I think there, it just depends on how you, like, the, individually manage that. Like, I've been trying to manage that by just kind of doing less. Like, I, th- I don't think as much doing is necessary. But it's hard. It's hard to walk by the kitchen and not just put random shit in there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you might need later. It's hard not to do all that stuff. And I think, at least I've been feeling like as we've gotten farther into the game and sort of realized that it seems pretty clear to me that we don't need to be like running a 24-hour kitchen cycle or like ma- really optimizing things. I think I'm becoming like more chill with like letting that go and being like, okay, we don't really need this. We don't have to do. We don't need to optimize this. We don't need to like 
go visit every island t- three times to get all the possible resources. I think I I wonder is if as we play we just like adopt a we we learn the game better and just learn to let it go a little bit. Right, because like think about driving your ship. Right, it's like you go to a place and you're like okay, I'll get some resources on this island. And you go to the island, you talk to some of the locals there, and you try to slow down and not mash through their dialogue because they have interesting things to say, but you know they're not going to really give you anything. But you're like, that's okay, let's just chill. And you're like trying to get into that headspace, right? And then you come (laughs) back to your ship. And then you're like, okay, so the proper path here, if I want to get all the resources, is this island, then that lightning storm, then this like chrysalid, and then that sort of thing. And it's like, you go do all that, and you're like, okay, now they're checked off, though, right? But then they come back lightning fast, and you realize it isn't really about that. It's just about going where you need to actually go and just letting the rest just be there. And fucking hell, that is hard to do. I think a lot of the tension I have around that is actually the travel time. And then it, so it's like, because I just... I would like to be able to narrow down on one task and be like, okay, I'm just going to accomplish this. But as soon as you hit like, okay, well, this task involves traveling somewhere. Then it's like, well, <clears throat> what are you going to do while you're waiting for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get up, go to the bathroom. I don't know. Get some water. <laughs> oh, like real life stuff, James? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Li- like you. Yeah. Like I realized. I, I actually did that once, but I mean. You can only go to the bathroom if you, you need to go. <laughs> okay, that's true. But, like, I don't know. Just, like, you know, move your laundry. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's so I, I ended up getting, like, actually kind of bored uh, for, for some of the game due to this. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. either there's, like, the chill way of approaching it, but then it throws these roadblocks in the chillness <laughs> yeah. to me. Or there's the, like, hyper-optimized approach, which is very not chill and um i think like a a lot of the characters become really annoying in that mode because they have like each line of their dialogue is in a separate bubble and you have to advance through it and they're Mm -hmm. i would say they're quite wordy in this way like they'll Mm -hmm. throw in a bunch of random phrases like oh i don't know if you heard this yet okay you have to advance the dialogue and it's like did did that need to be there did you not like mash i did mash yeah but but then the game doesn't want you to mash. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Be a masher. That's okay. So so the the game clearly doesn't want you to optimize almost anything, right? Yeah, I, but and what, what I'm saying is like the signs of this is like the height of floors and how that compares to your jump height because it's not quite right, <laughs> and. This bothers me almost every time I try and jump up a floor or like climbing up a ladder and then getting stuck at the top of the ladder. And then you have to like either jump off the ladder or move side to side to get off the ladder. Just wait. Um, double jump. Oh, I have double jump. And yeah, double jump is the most efficient way of moving around your ship or really anything. I think also jumping, you're supposed to be holding up as well, and you'll climb up things mm-hmm. that you don't quite, quite reach. Me that. Yeah, huh. yeah, you get a little bit faster if you do that. Well, it's not just but, faster; um, you'll you'll actually jump up the levels of the ship for most building mm-hmm. heights. 
And then while you're swimming, your jump movement speed is significantly faster than your swimming movement speed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like try and spend as much as my, of my time in the air as I can. But it feels like you slow down when you like splash down. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> this is what I'm saying. I'm just laughing at this because yes. I've never noticed any of this. Oh, stuff. it's awful. So, you got um, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to say like, I, I, I've tried to engage with the chill side of it, and I've tried to engage with the hyper, hyper optimized side of it, and it's like it, there are tensions that are that are hard to like. It's hard for me to just stick with one or the other. Yeah, because yeah. some part of the game or another sticks out and makes that hard. You know what it is, dude. Hear me out. I think it's not. I think it's an interesting. I think you're 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 spot on with the model of like hyper optimized versus like hyper chill, and I actually think they want this sort of like in between which is like yeah. i want to say chill productive but not optimized or something it's casual mm-hmm. it's how i get about daily life <laughs> keep it casual <laughs> okay. wait i did chill want to out chill <laughs> that's coming out in your performance review yo um we heard that you just uh chill through life um and work and stuff not you wouldn't say that optimized was not words you used yeah. to describe <laughs> but I just want to point uh, out that James's yeah. earlier strategy of like essentially play Spirit Fair, but then also like change it, do your laundry and shit at the same time is essentially playing double Spirit Fair. <laughs> like you're playing Spirit Fair yeah. in the game and in I real like life. It. I like it. It's genius. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, I mean, it's it's kind of like a mobile game. Like they designed this game to be kind of like a mobile game. I was thinking um, that too. Mm-hmm. Where everything has like a timer. And um, you can literally just like get up and go do something else, you know, mm-hmm. while you're waiting for your boat to get to the island with the right kind of wood on it. Um, right. And yeah, if you're it playing, it feels super- like something I would rather be doing, like to replace like scrolling Reddit. Like maybe that's not as good for me because you know, like attention, the way attention works, but like. This would be like a chill replacement for like when I just have a block of time that I need to waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's like what they want um, out of this game. And actually, I think my my experience of the like constant like quest, the constant requests of your of the NPCs was a little bit different. I was a little bit less bothered by it. Um it didn't like give me anxiety. It it like kind of frustrated me a little bit when I didn't, I was like exploring this one part of the map and like, I had to go back to the other side of the map to get the kind of wood to finally upgrade the loom so that I could get, uh, what was it? Cloth. And then that like unlocks six different upgrades. Um, and people were like, Hey, Hey, can you can you do that? And I'm like, geez, I just there's three islands here. I need to explore. Can can we just deal with this first so I don't have to waste five minutes boating up to the top of the map? Listen, I know you don't have a lot of time left. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna need you to shut up for a second so I can explore some fucking islands. I'm the goddamn exactly, speaker. dude. Exactly. Yeah, no, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but I also. 
um, like know that this game has kind of one vibe, right? It's like chill, mm-hmm. you know, do the things you want to do, but like you don't have to water stuff every day. You have to water certain things for them to proceed to the next step. But it's not like it. It's not like a game where your plants are gonna die if you don't water them. It it seems like, um, and then you like lose your seeds. Right. Like if you're cooking, you can just leave burning shit in the oven for as long as you want. Yeah. And right. it's not gonna be. Yeah. It's right. not that gonna just like turn stuff tried. into it was coal. Like, can you sleep with stuff in the oven? And you totally can. It doesn't right. matter. You absolutely can. Not don't don't do that. Move in real life. Uh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely can. (laughs) Oh, you can. Oh, yeah. You can. But there will be consequences. Um, Yes. Yeah. Um, But that's what you're talking about in terms of no failure state, right? Like, it's not mm -hmm. punishing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not punishing. And I definitely realized, like, if I didn't have people asking me for stuff, like, pretty much constantly, I might get bored. Mm Mm-hmm. But but you know? see, this is the really interesting balance that this game is trying to strike because it's trying to be a meditative game, and boredness and meditation are have a really interesting relationship, where they're kind of yes. like necessary mm-hmm. to each other. Yes. But in modern video games, boredness is like sin. But well, and in modern in life, all video is, games, and and maybe all of life, like Reddit and your phones and all of these yeah. things, like boredness is like, well, that's just that's. Boredness is the 1920s. Welcome to the 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, but the problem is like, I, I I think that's kind of the conflict here. Is like, you could see yourself getting bored if they slowed it down, but actually, in that boredness is the meditative chill mm-hmm. that they're hinting at at this game. It also yeah. might be different for us and McQuay because we're playing it together, and they're like, we've been going about this game, essentially playing it like most evenings or nights is kind of like a wind down before we go to bed. And we'll sit there and, like, we'll be playing Spirit Fair, and at some point we'll just sit and we'll fish and we'll, like, talk about our days or whatever we think of. And so, like, we have... Gwen, Gwen, we're talking. Yeah, Thank you. Gwen, Thank you. Talking about our day. But, like, Thank we you, sort Gwen. of have each other, like, if we were to get bored in the game, then we could entertain ourselves with, like, real life. Yeah. Which, that part's really nice. I mean, it's similar to, like, what we would normally do in our actual life, which would be, like, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a really valuable mm-hmm. time to, like just discuss whatever the fuck and you just end up saying shit about your day and you end up like having a lot of conversations that are valuable to have but especially valuable i would say to get out of the way so that Mm -hmm. you can like eventually just be bored have nothing more to say to the person and then be like oh yeah there was this like one weird idea i had and that's like really what you need to be talking about but it took you all the way through processing your day and all the way through processing your week and all the way through processing your next week and all the way through processing you your life. You talk about Elden Ring for like at least an hour before you get to any of that, just That's to right. be clear. I've got some sick builds cooking up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got one sword of every tier that is sick. Um, but no, like, yeah, it's actually true. It's so funny because we'll go on walks and it'll be like, this walk's going to be Elden Ring. And then the next walk can be important. Lessons. Wait, sorry, no. The first walk is Elden Ring. The second walk is Valorant. Third no. walk could be something else. The third walk's like, oh, you got your nails done, huh? I don't. That is so <laughs> offensive. Why? Because you don't do that. I don't get my nails done. Right. Just facials. That's not a joke. That actually, you actually got a facial with your sister the other day. Well, yeah, this but is not a joke. All right, I feel personally attacked. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Um, you know what? You do you. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. just, the thing is, like, again, we're, like, listening to this with the music <laughs> and just that hit the piano chords so perfectly with that whole rebuttal and that whole argument that I'm just like, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. <laughs> I listen to McQueen Elena argue all day. Oh, God. So peaceful. As long as it's to the Spirit Fair yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we usually don't argue to the Doom 2016 soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but Spirit Fair is a little nicer. So. Us versus the problem, right, Elena? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've just thoroughly enjoyed my time with it this week. I mean, I wouldn't say it's, like, the best game ever made, but I would say that it is, it's hitting me where I am. Yeah, I'm and really I appreciate enjoying that. it. Good. I'll be excited to play more of it, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know how, I was going to say, how many people have we liberated or, like, gone through the ranks? <laughs> like, pirates? Yeah. But, like, I don't know, at, at, at this point, I have, I guess, like, sent three people Into through hell. the gate. Yeah, into hell. <laughs> to their doom. Judgment day. For I have all sent three of them. Zero people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to go a little further, I think. But yeah. also, like, I, yeah. I think it just depends. Like, it sounds like Zoe's more, like, dedicated to the individual quest lines and getting them done, where I feel like Elaine and I are kind of just, like, doing whatever we feel we, like, like based like, on really resources. We, like, really max some resources. Yeah. Yeah, and so... Yeah, we've done one. We've just said goodbye to Gwen. Mm-hmm. I see. I've sent mm-hmm. three as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I'm, like, 14 hours in, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also mm-hmm. wanted to add as a Might note. Be six at this point. Um, one shout out to the Spirit Fair Reddit subreddit because I went on there and posted because I was trying to figure out like how to break this game up for the podcast, which McCoy's already said may not even be a good idea, but we try. Um, what? <laughs> no, but so I, I went on to the Spirit Fair subreddit and I was like, hey, like we're trying to split this game up, like we have a. I was like, we have a gaming club, think like book club. How do I split it up? And we got like a like a lot of responses of like very. Did you not say people. podcast? I don't know that I plugged the podcast. I should probably God plug. I'll go it. back. Jesus I'll go back. <gasps> right, I'll this is the, the perfect opportunity to be like, hey, we're playing this game for the podcast. Like, you know, we're playing this game in three weeks so that we can do an episode or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Okay, I'm gonna go back and modify that. You're right, but no, uh, so- don't edit it now. That's tacky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Click this episode to see Raphael's optimized dick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not safe for work. Okay, well. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't remember where I was going. No, with but that. they no, just they helped you with the They helped a lot that, yeah. with how to break it up. But also, most people noted that while Time to Beat has this game at like 25 hours, sort of similar to Zoe's German exchange student, like, no, it appears most people spent more, more like. 40 to 50 hours if not more and also that like content has been added to this game as it's been since it's been released and so there's more stuff basically now um so i don't know we're gonna you might might not finish it but i think we just kind of chill and vibe and play what we play and really it's about the journey isn't it and the friends you make along the way (laughs) That's right. Oh, can we just end right there? Oh, my God. Maybe we should. (laughs) I think we should. Okay, great. Wow. I think it makes the most sense. Our video, our YouTube video doesn't have to loop this time. Thank God. (laughs) 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 But seriously, yo, um, take this moment as some healing time for everyone. Mm. Mm. Hit the stop button. Right there. Just waiting for the, <laughs> yeah, but the, the music. None of the listeners. Well, the listeners can yeah, maybe. The music, no, I really but... want this 
Someone should try to listen to the Doom 2016 soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to do that during editing. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's funny. All right, all right, all right. Oh, all right. no. Jokes aside. All right. Thank you.